everybody, it's Neil with the Dazzly Gentleman. And with me, I have Frank. Say hi, Frank. Uh, hello, please. Hey, Game Tease, how you doing, dude? Ah, oh, man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> I am too low right now. Hold on, I thought we had this shit figured out. You're an irascible gentleman. <laughs> Tonight we're going to be talking about... Uh, our impending doom. I feel like I feel like we need to quantify what impending doom means. Impending doom means that we're gonna die soon. And what, uh, like what? I guess like what is what is the definition of impending doom for you? For me, yeah. um, Armageddon, uh, apocalypse. <laughs> so like you're you're in for the long haul. Yeah, dude, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of happening. You yeah. know? Uh, uh, I mean, let's be real here. There's what, uh, the southeastern portion of our country is uh, getting a train run on it. Yeah. You know? I mean... It's it's getting it from the front. Yeah. You come doing from the front. <laughs> nah, game teams we're talking about we're talking about like uh hurricanes and things. Hurricanes, hurricanes. war. Yeah. Uh oh we're talking about war too. Oh that's true. Yeah. I guess uh, North Korea is doing a thing. Yeah. Doing yield saber toss. So you remember back in our day when Katrina hit? Katrina. Uh we're gonna find her. <laughs> Back in that day, that was like a big deal, right? I mean, it was on the news for years about how terrible it was and people getting their FEMA checks. And that was just one hurricane, you know? Mm-hmm. There's like, there like four right now. So now there's four Katrinas. <laughs> you think it's going to take four times as long to get those FEMA checks? Probably. <laughs> I think of it in no history, there are a lot of repeating impending doom. Mount Everest is a mountain it's not a volcano pompeii definitely uh a volcano but it's uh down the san francisco fire is man-made also the chicago fire and uh the um the big earthquake in uh la what was it like you can we can talk about it immediately I yeah think, um, i think of of all of the of the uh aforementioned uh semi Disasters. I think my favorite is probably Pompeii, because I'm a history asshole. So, and impending doom is that's why you know you have to really quantify impending doom. Like, because to a lot of people, there are varying degrees of doom or potential levels of doom, where you can have, you know, like my 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 boss is all about the economic collapse, which is just as much uh, impending doom as anything else. But then you have like wipe out like an entire swath of of humanity or you know uh you could have systemic breakdown of everything or you could have uh you know uh, michael blows the final trumpet and then the four horsemen appear population yeah. control is never harsh population control is a reality that we face every day through uh insects disease and uh human human interest in self-culling so that's not really all that harsh. That's just normal. That's life. That's very fair. I mean, you think about it. It's only like the scary stuff that gets people's attention. You know, it's, it's... the it's the massive scale. You know, like the, yeah. where where you're like, you know, if you have if you have you know gangbanger A shoots gangbanger B, that's population control. Right. To that to that guy, that was impending doom. Sure. But then, you know, whenever it comes to to you know natural population con population control, like on a wide scale, that's what's fucking frightening. Where like you have like like versus like gang banger A pops gang banger B, no one cares. But then you know Irma comes through and unzips its fly and proceeds to like unroll its like thirty five feet of dung across the uh, the eastern seaboard of Florida. Now people care. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they care. 
I mean, you look dead, at dead is dead, you know. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if you get shot by a gangbanger. It doesn't ma- matter if you get impaled by a two by four thrown at you oh. by Mother Nature. <laughs> Going two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just happens to more people. I mean, you look at like terrorism, you know. You look at the terrorism over there, and that's on such a small scale. But it's like one of our top three priorities right now it's like we yeah. got to stop that terrorism why because it could happen at any time i'm like yeah like 40 people might die yeah but it's it's semi-controllable yeah i mean like what are you gonna go do like start like have uh, homeland security start waving their uh, their pistols and their warrants at irma i mean if it works <laughs> they, they start just like they unleash like a whole swath of cease and desist orders into the uh, hurricane <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like, please, please stop. A, a go if we had a worldwide, if we had a worldwide ban on uh, on religion, we'd probably see terrorism quit and a lot of sex crime. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that 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 would happen. I mean, hate to say it, but uh, we won't go go too deep into that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. What we should do. Let's go on over to Halle Berry's house. <laughs> Halle Berry, show me them burgers. Well, I mean that too, but get her, oh. get the fucking, get her suit on, dye her hair. Go. What are you talking about? Talking about storm, baby. Stopping the oh, hurricanes. I I don't know what we are talking about anymore. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening anymore. That's all right. I mean, I'll I'll walk you through it. Yeah, I was thinking Catwoman too. I was like, God, please don't be Catwoman. What's up, Rage? If it was Catwoman, I'd be like, Neil, you need to get the fuck out of here. I'm about to be very upset. No one ever needs to be reminded of, of Catwoman. Yeah, I mean... No, you're absolutely right. Why did that uh, movie get made? Dude, I would... Michelle Pfeiffer, to this day, in, in that movie, I would pay... I mean, I would I would sell my soul to, to lick her dirty butthole, you know? <laughs> Major on logo. Good job, Rage. Uh, so, okay. What is the current state of things, Frank? I mean, I, I kind of glanced at the at the radar, the Doppler 5000, but uh, <laughs> how bad is it going to be? Uh, well, I mean, there's not really a really great way to predict it, but so far, you know, Cuba's, uh, Cuba's getting the D pretty bad right now. Uh, the the islands preceding the the Dominican Republic are basically gone. Almost everything about it's gone. Everything that's gotten in Irma's way has pretty much been flattened completely. <clears throat> yeah, it's still. I think it's still Category Five. Um, according to this, uh, winds are sustained winds are 155 miles an hour and gusts are at 190 miles an hour. That is insane. How bad was Harvey? Uh, Harvey, Harvey wasn't really bad for its wind. It was just amount. It was amount of rain that came through because whenever Irma's coming through, they, their prediction of uh, rain in inches has been about tw- about ten inches of rain, which is bad. But Harvey, whenever we got the notice uh, here, was uh, where there's going to be. Uh, you can expect sixty inches of rain. Oh my god! I was insane. like, Jesus, that's five. That's, I was like, Jesus, that's five feet. Yes. And I was like, Oh my god! I mean, that's that's literally as tall as my wife. <laughs> I mean, like that's that is my wife deep in water. Jesus. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy, and you know, you uh, like we have uh, we have several offices that are in in Houston that are are straight up underwater. I mean, and, and, I'm, and I'm like, no wonder why it's been so quiet. <laughs> Hope you had your cloud backups, you know, because the clouds came to get you. No, dude, we don't. We don't believe in that here. <laughs> no, external hard drives are bust. <laughs> yeah, pretty much local only. Keep it on that machine. We don't want it going anywhere. We don't. We don't want. We don't want anyone stealing our megahertz. It's confidential. <laughs> <laughs> confidential. Lock it up in a closet. So. How ironic is it that everybody, I don't know, for the last, ever, I don't know, ever since I've been alive, has been saying that the big one's going to come for California, and it's going to just head off into the sea. Well, Ooh. I mean, since since time 
out of mind, people have always felt that there is always a big one around the corner. I mean, that's the that's the nature of the doomsayer. Uh, so, I mean, is it is it ironic? Eh, no, I mean, it's uh, to me at this point, it's about normal. Uh, where, because like, I mean, like, remember, remember, like, right around, I don't know if you remember, but like, around around the, the year two thousand thing, there was like fifty million books coming out of you know the the end of the year or the end of the the end of the world because it's going to be the year 2k you know we've run you know the world has run out of time but then i think it's i think it's one of those things where people can't really comprehend the the vastness of time like you know that humans have been around for what 50 ish thousand years since like they the primordial soup days yeah i'm like you know that We've been here kind of a while at this point. Um, you may, you may be wrong. <laughs> have you considered that that now is not the end of the world? Well, I mean, you have to understand, like the end of the world. I mean, a giant meteor falling from the sky and wiping out the dinosaurs was the end of the world for them. Right. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Like, impending doom is always a matter of perspective. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. So, humankind extinction i think would be a good a good baseline for end of our world because we're not going to be able to write books about it anymore going forward it's i mean the dinosaurs they were here and now they're not i mean right the earth is not going to just implode on itself and if it does i mean i don't know i always feel like i always feel like that that the people who do feel like that the earth is going to explode or it's going to get hit by uh, an, a Texas-sized meteor and crack in half or that the sun is, for reasons that we can't possibly begin to clarify through science, just going to wink out and just reset. Let's just completely like turn the earth into dust. You, you, you'd be like, but, but why? <laughs> but why, though? And there's never a clear answer to that. There's never a clear answer for for any of it because like they don't fucking know. They're just making it up, and it's fantastic. I love it. It's fiction, and I find the fiction to be be wonderful. Like I love reading the stories about how there's going to be a solar flare and it's going to just just slap the ozone right off the earth. Or the the north and the south pole are going to reverse. It's happened right, before. That- yeah, I mean that means that like I, I, one day I will wake up in the morning and I'll take a piss and it's gonna and it's gonna circle clockwise and then I wake up the next morning and I'm gonna take a piss and it's gonna go the opposite direction, and then I will go, and then that'll be the end of my day. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm a retiree, so who knows? <laughs> it was time for Earth to reset. I mean, no, I don't. I'm mostly because I'm mostly because like a lot of these things. In the in the grand grand scheme of things, are inconsequential. <laughs> Format Earth. <laughs> yeah. Colon slash. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's time for Earth to reset because I live here, and um, maybe after I'm gone, they can reset. You know. Like, you know. I know it's pretty selfish, but. <laughs> Can you wait a while? Maybe you maybe you should get on that. Yeah, well, I I did help though. I mean, I helped. I I'm driving a hybrid now, so. <laughs> did you read the article about these? Um, uh, was it wasn't Alex Jones? Oh, I can't remember who it was. Alex Jones is laughable anyway, but of course there was a who. I sent you the link. I can't remember who the hell said it. Uh, but somebody said that the hurricanes were a ploy by the liberals to. No, I sent uh, that to you. That was Rush oh, did Limbaugh. You send it to me? Oh, that was it. That's right. That's right. Rush Limbaugh said that. Rush Limbaugh says that the hurricanes and the tropical depressions that are coming through are fabrications by the liberal media to try to uh, corroborate climate change. And I'm like, they are actually there, Rush. <laughs> I mean, nobody's I fabricating anything. Are you fucking kidding me? I see them on the horizon. They're coming. <laughs> I mean, like, I want Rush Limbaugh to get in his personal jet, fly down to the Virgin Islands after this is all over, and be like, can you guys believe how far the liberal media is willing to go in order to demonize the GOP? And then have them just kill him with sticks. <laughs> you know? I mean, fucking, fuck you! I don't see you living in Florida. Shit. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I bet you dollars of donuts if he did live in Florida, he'd probably be writing that article or saying that on his radio show on his plane out of Florida. Yeah. You know? <laughs> be like, oh, I'm not going to take any chances. I'm not a dummy, but everybody else is. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I, read, I read that article and, and I laughed. I laughed uproariously. Because that that's like the... Um, uh, the, the people who, who deny who, who deny that these things occur make me insane because you know you look and you're like cloud <laughs> and then you're like it's definitely a hurricane y'all and <laughs> and that and they're like it, it didn't happen people died did you clarify that <laughs> I'm glad you scared it off did you did you shriek at it? Did you come at it like a spider monkey? I would have. I know I would, wouldn't you? <laughs> so, okay. Um, why do you think it's so bad this year? Four times Katrina. And counting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think I mean, the, the Earth goes through a lot of um, weather cycles and cyclical patterns. So I don't really think that there's anything particularly special about this year other than like maybe like an alignment of different kind of uh, meteorological elements. Uh, global warming is a possibility because you can't really deny the science behind it. That would be silly. But the uh, I think that it's just a, a, a like I said, I think it's just a whole lot of different circumstances all coming together to to met out a several fairly large storms all at one time. Do you think then, it would get yeah. worse maybe in a couple of years? Or? No. I think that it'll probably go back to being more or less normal. Like, yeah. You know, you have your hurricane season, but then, you know, it might not, it might be worse, it might be better. But I don't think that, I think that this is just something that it was like one of those freak moments. <clears throat> Mars is an old Earth, huh? Yeah, that's that's been around for a while. That's been around since Galileo. I mean, it's not completely out of the question, but it's a uh, vastly smaller. I remember I was reading an article. This is like semi side tangent, but it's also relevant to that comment. I remember a couple of years ago when I was at work and I read an article. Uh, not reading an article, but I, I clicked on uh, the MSNBC homepage. Uh, because that's what Internet Explorer started with. Well, you just click on it, and that's what it brings up. And there was this great big article on the front about who Kim Kardashian was fucking. And I was like, okay, I don't care. But then, like, a little itty-bitty subtext down at the bottom, it says, you know, microscopic life found on Mars. And I was like, what? And for some reason, that was not the headline. And I'm like, I could give two shits about who Kim Kardashian is fucking. You found legit life on Mars. I would like a little bit more explanation than just a small little like. By the way, there's a life on Mars. Nah, dude. That's important. I'm just <laughs> saying that's really important. No, it we really, we need to. Really... We need to know what's going on in the Kardashians, dude. I really want to know. They all need their own shows. Oh, Not just God. one. How big many one. of them are there? Isn't there like? seven there's eight? like seven of them one of them is a chick but really a dude or something like that and what no wait no that's the jenner that's the jenner the jenner <laughs> um the jenner. look some proper proper determiner look this is very relevant to our <laughs> and, it is uh, it is relevant to impending doom if we are putting which celebrity what what plastic celebrity is fucking who over the possibility of extraterrestrial life that is an immediate impending doom Absolutely. i don't want to be here anymore <laughs> can we go find another planet <laughs> yeah i mean like obviously we can obviously we can because there is life out there now now we can leave this one and go find a good one well let me ask you this and this is straight off topic but that's okay it still kind of falls into it so, how many times have we been told that there's life on other planets, and how many times have we been, has the article ended up being like, maybe? But yeah, like it was, it was all, uh, it was all conjecture versus actual fact. Yeah, that that makes me crazy because I'm like, you know, it either there either is or there isn't. Yeah, and and whenever you come out and you have a, such a clickbaity article like life found on another planet, maybe, no, no, 
you did or you did not, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Seriously. And the whole thing, how there's, like, water on other planets. So they say, well, I mean, there's ice. I'm like, well, That's ice not water. doesn't have to be made of water. <laughs> right. I mean, there, there are other components that could create ice. I mean, look at look at the rings of Saturn. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's ice, but it's made out of made out of materials that aren't the same that we could use. We could distill it and then make water out of it. Right. Or so, we would we, die. <laughs> not 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 relevant. <laughs> like, but but we're close. I mean, like ballparks, but celestially ballpark is still like you know several cosmos over. Like this is one of the things where I will go on the other side and say, dude, just. Uh, there, I've heard a lot of people say. Why do we need NASA? Why do we need a space program? It costs too much money. We could be doing other things with it. And I'm just like, at the same time, I'm, I'm hearing shit like that. Well, we got a headline that there, there is, there's, a, there's ice. I mean, wait, well, it, it's not necessarily water, but okay, all right, you kind of got a point. They haven't really reported anything. Like they, they keep on misleading us every single fucking time. It's like, okay, we send a satellite, we take some sweet pictures awesome i think we should keep doing that but it's really hard to keep on defending when you got articles like that that are just like giving a big middle finger right at the end like yeah, just kidding we thought so <laughs> but nasa nasa gave us the memory foam mattress that is true and tang <laughs> and tang i mean <laughs> astronaut monkeys drink tang and that's important to know and I, I'm I'm tapped out. Yeah. No, yeah. Na- I feel like NASA is incredibly important. NASA Absolutely. and SETI are both very important for for a platitude of reasons, the least of not which is you know the the first bell alarm of you know there is a very large thing coming this way. Yeah. You know, if no one's manning the telescopes anymore, then also like we're gonna like I'm gonna go outside one day. I'm like scratching my nutsack, look up at the sky, and there's gonna be like the the entire sky is gonna be on fire. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Why didn't anybody tell us about that? <laughs> like, sweet. I I am going to die wearing my my flannel fucking uh, pajama pants. That's just that's exactly how I wanted to go. NASA, uh, you had one job to do. <laughs> why was anyone fucking looking? <laughs> God damn it! All right, so let's let's talk about the uh, impending doom, i.e., nuclear missiles. Fires the missiles. First, have a nap. <laughs> I am late. So it's been confirmed, yeah, that North Korea has fired nukes. No. No? They have not fired a nuke. They have detonated a nuke. Okay. That is not the, that is not the same thing. All right. So what they did is they blew it. They they did like they do in a lot of uh, American uh, kiloton tests, where they blow it up under the ground. So they okay. didn't launch it. They didn't fire it. They just they went underground and they blew it up. And then uh, they we were talking about this at work today. I think I think uh, they said they have fifteen nuclear warheads, but they've never actually fired one of them. And, and it was kind of a joke between me and a, a friend who's in the Navy where we were talking about how it would be amusing if they, I mean, like, it would it would be terrifying, admittedly, if they shot one, but they have such a bad track record of even getting the damn things off the ground that they would it would be amusing as shit as if they actually did try to fire one and then it blew up on the platform and... Then it's like it would, that would be like a big red light to everybody in the in the entire world, being like North Korea just had a nuclear explosion on a on a uh, on a launch platform. I'm pretty sure they were trying to nuke somebody. <laughs> Whoops! Like, we should probably we should probably see to that and then help them. You know, help them be nuked more. Yeah. <laughs> Do you wait? Okay, so here's a question: Do you think we're already doing that? Do we? Do I think we're already nuking them? No, no, no. Helping them nuke themselves. I I would like to believe that we were that we are. I feel like there should be some clandestine operations already in North Korea to sabotage the shit out of them. Just because like it, it's it's extremely it's extremely relevant and very important, and I don't feel like it'd be that fucking hard. Right. I mean, like their their surveillance network kind of sucks dick. I mean, they're really good at shooting with people, 
Um, they're really good at shooting at people that don't have guns and have their hands in the air, but they're not really so good at actually being real soldiers. So I imagine that they probably don't really have the um, uh, the sense of alert that they probably should have, you know? Yeah. I because whenever you wander into a village and you're trying to enforce the, the law of the land, which is whatever the fuck you feel like at the time, and you guys are the only ones with the guns and the only people who oppose you are people who have, you know, who lay, are laying down a ditch is too emaciated to even raise their head, you pretty much have no opposition ever. So then if you actually have, you know, clandestine operations that are going in and sneaking in, all of a sudden you have soldiers go missing, uh, well, you know, soldiers go missing every day. Raise the alarms. <laughs> and for some reason, our nukes just keep disappearing or our missiles are blowing up or whatever. But let's just say, like, they actually did, you know, they, ha they said they have 15. Let's just say, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. God bless them. They actually managed to launch all 15 of them. You know, the FAD system is supposed to be able to, to accurately target and counter, I think, like 200 intercontinental ballistic missiles. And they just tested it again. So, I mean, like, even if they got all 15 of them off the ground, they have to go over Japan, which is very unlikely, because Japan has one of the most uh, powerful navies in the world. They have to go through the, uh, they have to go past the American air bases, which, which again, also have uh, anti-missile anti systems, to my knowledge. And then they have to try to get in the United States and, and the FAD systems in Alaska. Yeah. So, I'm like, so there are so many, like, there's so many blankets that they would have to cross and I know this has been a big thing at work right now where everyone's freaking out that North Korea is going to blow everybody up. I'm like, do you realize how much effort and how, I mean, like, because their missiles suck anyway. I mean, they, they seem like they're, they're, they're held together with a baling wire and sheet metal. And so, I mean, you basically, I feel like the inside of an ICBM for North Korea is just a dude in a radioactive suit holding the bomb. <laughs> and he's trying to just hold onto the inside of the rocket and he's just got the thing there and, and just, you know, like, I really don't want to do this. And he just, ah. Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm not really that desperately concerned. And I feel that, I feel that it's not, we're not, in, in that particular regard, I feel like we're not really in that much doom. I think that at this point, Kim Jong-un is so used to just firing the missiles and trying to scare the shit out of everybody. And then now all of a sudden everybody's so sick of his shit that they're like, fine, do it. <laughs> do it or shut up. <laughs> He's like, I, I will fire the missiles. <laughs> He's that kid in the lunchroom that keeps saying he's going to bring, like, a knife to school or whatever, and he's just going to have at you, and, like, you just slap his lunch part out of his hand and be like, fine, fucking do it. Do it now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm fat. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, that's the big difference between, um, you know, warfare between countries and terrorism. Terror. You, you have to telegraph your shit across the world. But with terrorism, you just carry that shit in a suitcase and pretend to be America. Yep. That's that's why terrorism is so much more frightening. And it could happen. But hasn't yet. And we have a lot of detection system for that shit too. I mean, airports are all very heavily surveilled. <laughs> uh, I definitely was touched in the penis um, whenever I went to the airport. Yeah, they. Uh, if, I cannot confirm or deny that I winked at the gentleman as he touched me. So, <laughs> no, I definitely did. Yeah, um, that that I mean was. <laughs> what just happened, me? Kim Jong Un, everybody. Uh, Scamman says ballistic missiles can only be shot down prior to it making it to the atmosphere by most ballistic missile defenses. Could you could you accurately say which one would be able to make it to the to the upper atmosphere? I mean, we, we've, uh, we've been monitoring North Korea pretty well, and they could barely get that shit, like, what, 100 miles? Let alone up above the atmosphere and then back down. I, I mean, mean like, in order for it to be an ICBM, they have to get it up into the atmosphere. For it to be able to, like, make it up and then have the descent down. The thing that they're having the most trouble with is trying to actually accurately get it, get to go up into the atmosphere and then have it actually land on the intended target coming down. Okay. So... It uh, it would be, I don't know, like because everyone 
you know, everyone, like I said, at work is concerned that, you know, oh, they're going to, they're going to fire a missile. They're going to fire a missile that could be there at 38 minutes in New York. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, knowing North Korea is like, hey, what did you even get off the, what do you even get platform? B, would it not be hysterical? They fire it, goes up in the atmosphere, comes down, lands in the dead center of the Pacific, hits absolutely fucking nothing, blows up underwater, and then they're sitting there with their dick in their hand going, uh, <laughs> you know? See, yeah. It's like, I mean... They're like, you son of a bitch, we saw you try to kill us. Oh, we're going to fuck you to death. <laughs> I mean, here's, here's, here would be my biggest concern. Like, okay, if they actually do get it all the way over here, and we did shoot it out of the sky, okay? How about that radioactive fallout, though? Because it's going to explode in the sky, right? I mean, it's armed. It's ready to go. You fire it out of the sky. I don't know. I don't know if, if that's how these missiles work. Because to my knowledge, like, you, it, I don't think that you can just shoot it and it would blow up. Like, like radioactively explode. I don't okay. know that. Uh, I I don't remember. I can't say with any degree of certainty, but I feel like I feel like I have I have heard somewhere or I, uh, that whenever you shoot, that you have to actually have a detonation sequence for a radioactive weapon. Right, because the chemicals have to mix, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I'm not knowledgeable enough about it, but I feel uh, I I'm because I, I feel like that it would almost be pointless in a lot of ways to have a missile defense system like that. But if it gets close enough that you can shoot it, and then the radioactive fallout comes in, admittedly, you avoid the catastrophic like earth-shattering kaboom that wipes out an entire city, and you get radioactive fallout that you can hopefully manage a lot better than you could, uh, you know, missing an entire swath of the West. Um, so let's get a big old fan and blow it that way. <laughs> Yeah, that definitely works. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be fine. No, that's fine. It's fine, dude. Yeah, just deal with it. Well, I think I think we've covered reality pretty well here. <gasps> Maybe. We get to stray? Oh, I'm so excited. Well, hold on. Let's see what Rage says. They can't detonate without a certain trick. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. I mean, like I said, I've yeah. in all the movies I've seen, which makes me no expert. Um, <laughs> it has to reach the target, and then the the chemical reaction, the splitting of the atoms, whatever it is that it does, has to take place over there. <laughs> it's a little tiny Keebler samurai. <laughs> yeah. He's like my life for iron. <laughs> little little baby trash can man. <laughs> the neighbor. <laughs> the big one. Uh, so. In pop culture or video games or movies, what's your favorite example of Doomsday? Man, there's so many. Because you got like your Captain Trips, because you're just talking about the stand. Mm -hmm. You got your Captain Trips, so like, you know, your, um, your super flus. You've got um, if you if you're at the opportunity to read a book called One Second After um, America gets hit by uh, a series of EMPs and shuts down everything, uh, and then we become part territory of China, part territory of Mexico, and then part territory of the uh, the 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 uh, what what would you call it? It's not the United States because there's not really any United States anymore. It's just like a loose confederation of separate tribes. So. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, then you have one of my one of the things I thought was the most interesting is they had um, it was a manga that I read where they have uh, there's a fungus that spreads. Uh, I was just plankton playing the atom. <laughs> yeah, the uh, there's a fungus that that is an actual thing where it uh, it's a stock fungus that attaches to an ant and then it burrows into its nervous system and then kills the ant but then pre proceeds to make the body still move and its only driving function is to use that body to spread the fungus to other ants and it does it to other smaller insects and there's a stalk that comes out of the back of its head and so it's like it's like eh, and then it goes to the other ants and it touches all of them and then it falls over and it dies and then the fungus proceeds to just sort of like envelop it completely and then it spreads it to the other ants and then they all get stalks and they try to spread it as much as possible and there's a, a manga that i read where that basically happens to people and so then you have people that are taking being taken over by this um, semi-sentient fungus that are just trying to touch all the things and make it be a germaphobe's worst nightmare yeah and and you uh uh had like semi zombies 
really meaty zombies. Man, I hate it when hate it when those stories just turn to zombies. You know, I'm kind of getting right. sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> but the zombie apocalypse, mostly because like like if you have a if you have an apocalypse level event, you you can go like one of two ways. You can blow up the fucking earth, <laughs> or you know, you could have something like zombies where, like, you have a, a, a group of people that are still able to survive in some capacity. Because for the most part, like, you know, like the Captain Trips, you know, wiped out the entire planet except for one percent of the population. Oh, well, I mean, you can go your whole life, literally never see another person. Yeah. And just wander from town to town and just never see anybody. Right. I mean, what's what's one percent of the population as it is now? That's what usually what makes an ant do is climb a tree and then sprout flinging spores everywhere. I uh, was watching a documentary where like the ant was actually trying to commingle with a lot of the other ants in order to, in order to spread it. I have to try to find it again though. I found I just found, I found it very interesting because I had never heard of it before. But then actually watching a documentary on it, I found it to be one of easily the most disgusting things I've seen in my entire life. And uh, the idea was just fucking horrible. I just did not want. <laughs> not want. I think anything to do with like an insect takeover is the worst. I mean, you can't stop that. It. Yes, you can. Give me a citronella candle and just I'll I'll, I'll swing it like <laughs> like I'm fucking going to mass. You know. There was this um, episode of Black Mirror where uh, this guy, or oh, well, basically, the doomsday situation happened where. Uh, honeybees went extinct, basically. So they had to replace honeybees with little itty bitty drones to take their place, you know, mm -hmm. to to continue to pollinate and keep the world running. Well, there was a hacker that got control of those radioactive drones, not radioactive, little itty bitty drones, and he could control them and basically have them do whatever they want. Well. He decided to go on a killing spree and literally just have them burrow into people's skin. I feel like I've I feel like I've seen that. I feel like that was a wasn't that like a thing from uh, the X Files too? I think so. It's because it seemed familiar when I watched it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like I'm like something about you though. Something <laughs> about that. I feel like I've heard this before. But yeah, no, that's um that's that's freaky. That's because that's like that's like right straight up there with um getting your uh your smart car your electric the uh, the self-driving car and then having those guys hack it yeah and then be like turn car off on highway Fuck. <laughs> i mean anything can be hacked shit T turn bees off <laughs> <laughs> i mean that'd be that would be the ultimate way to to get it done i mean oh you want to control bees and make them kill people how about you just turn them off <laughs> yeah I'm dropping frames hold on hold please no, oh no, dude. So, um, Fist of the North Star would be my ideal. If I had to, if I had to choose a doomsday life, it would be Fist of the North Star or Mad Max. Because obviously, I want to be shiny and chrome. <laughs> Witness so, me. I would like to be witnessed at least once, maybe three <laughs> times in my life, um, because that means I will never die. You know, there's, a certain, <laughs> there's a certain level of immortality, and. If I'm living in the Mad Max world, I might actually be able to get my flamethrower guitar. So that would be also equally fantastic. Look, we should one of these years cosplay that, just like fucking Conan O'Brien did. <laughs> that would be so good. I need you to buy a truck, Frank, and we need a lot of speakers. I already have a truck, so I Is... mean, I'm halfway there already. So. <laughs> All I have to do is, is put like a little stand on top of it so I can stand up there and then I'll wear the, the red jumpsuit with the, the fucking flaming guitar and have like the little the little bungee cords. And then we're ready for the doomsday. Yeah. I mean, what was the purpose of that anyways? <laughs> like Dude, obviously battle music, you fucking churlish whore. <laughs> it was the <Jesus>. bard. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was. Like da 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 uh yeah, that's good stuff. I think well, I completely forgot what my my ideal no the my favorite movie was for Oh yeah, okay, okay, now I remember. I was telling you guys in, in Discord the other day, which by the way 
you guys can join our Discord if you'd like. There's a link below. Um, in Final Fantasy VII, when you're fighting Sephiroth, he uses this uh, magic spell called Supernova. He summons this meteor from another fucking galaxy, and the, the cutscene takes literally like 15 minutes. Ridiculous. Comes into the galaxy. Literally, it says Pluto. Oh, yeah, yeah, it like goes through all of them. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it goes through all the fucking planets. Wipes out Jupiter. Like, literally, it goes right, po pokes a hole right through it, and Jupiter goes fucking catastrophic. Yep. <laughs> Skips past Mercury and hits the sun. The sun starts blowing up. And then it fucking wipes out Mercury, obviously. And then it, you see it coming close, super close to Earth. Like, and then it goes back to you you and your party in Sephiroth, and it's like coming past Sephiroth. And then it does like 9,000 damage to you. I feel I feel like that would probably do more damage than that. <laughs> A little bit more. Like, it's like, it just wiped out planets. I feel like that should hurt like a lot more than it did. Yeah, I, I feel like... Um... My, maybe maybe you're superhuman, but I feel like the, the oh, thing that you're standing on... I, I, I know I'm superhuman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. really? I feel like the thing that you're standing on might not be there anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what, like you know, you're like, so I survived that. And you're like, hi, hi. I'm in <laughs> space, space, space. <laughs> yeah, um, that was ridiculous. And then... And then the actual, you know, penultimate meteor spell that he casts earlier in the game eventually does almost hit the earth. And it doesn't do a whole lot of damage. It kind of just, you know, messes up an area right there. Just, just stirs you up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Jason says, so yeah, we're, so yeah, Seattle's absolutely disgusting right now, surrounded by fires on all sides. The moon is bright red from all the smoke, and it rained ash a few days ago. That's crazy. Yeah. That is, that is my ideal doomsday right there. Raining ash, red moon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's uh, that's that's this close to starting to burn people at the stake. Right. That is straight up biblical right there. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> um, and I'm also sorry for your loss. Dude, when I was at the airport, this this old this old guy put down a fucking black duffel bag in order to uh to like straighten his back, and they almost beat the shit out of him. So I, mean, I can only imagine that it would just be worse. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, like he'd be like, "Oh my god!" and then the SWAT team coming in out of every window <laughs> instantaneously. You're you're a fada you're a fought off a dog in an airport while you're wearing dungarees. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, I, I've never fought off a dog in an airport, let alone wear dungarees. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that they make you run faster. That they do. They gave you like that perfect, you know. You've been muted. He's been. <laughs> um. So let's uh talk a little bit about video games in general. Um, since we are. Detested. Good games. What's going on lately? Video games. In well, I mean, I actually can't really say a whole lot. Um, I know that uh, Warner Bros. has taken a substantial amount of shit for their uh, nefarious de uh, dealings with DLC. Um, they are... I don't know, I haven't heard anything about the Shadow of War, but they, uh, they started doing some... Uh, some shit with loot boxes like they have overwatch loot boxes but they have they have in those loot boxes they've got uh orcs that you can buy which basically makes it so that you don't actually have to play the fucking game yeah uh it would def which to me like defeats the entire purpose and you're pretty much saying that you know your game is so boring that you should just buy stuff in order to make the game more interesting right uh which is crazy balls to me especially considering that once the orcs die they're gone so, I mean, like, you spend $5 and you don't get to keep anything out of it. And it's a single-player fucking game. So, I mean, I, I don't know. To me, that, that just seems weird. 
And I guess there was a, a gentleman that was working on the game uh, that Monolith was particularly happy with. Uh, his uh, name was Mikey Forthog, and he uh, died from cancer while I was in the process of creating the game. Sure. And so Monolith decided to to honor him a lot, a lot of the times, like how Blizzard does, by making him a character in the game that whenever Italian is going to get killed, will periodically show up and save him. Um, and I, I'm like, I, I think that's really cool. But then they made it so it's a day one DLC for five dollars, and it was specifically to honor the dude that had died from cancer. But then they said that they, being Warner Brothers, said that the DLC is five dollars and three dollars and fifty cents of that will go to the family. But uh, so that's a dollar fifty per transaction is going to go to Warner Brothers, which is way more than it should be. And then they said that and that it only applies to the continental United States. And then of the continental United States, it excludes like eight different other states. So uh, if so, with, with for 42 states, let's just say 42. So for 42 states, they you'll be able to buy the DLC and help the family. But for the other eight states, you're not going to be able to. And then the international community, 100% of the money goes directly to Warner Brothers. So the shit. They are, so they're getting they're getting some serious heat over that, which they should because it's it's horseshit. I mean, it's a terrible way to do business. Not that that surprises anybody because Warner Brothers Warner Brothers Interactive is one of the worst companies in the universe. I know that like a lot of people give Ubisoft and uh, EA a lot of shit, but man, fucking Warner Brothers is the worst. They're really I mean, fucking I, bad. And this shows you kind of how like how they are the worst, given that like the guy died from cancer in the process of making this game, and you're gonna. Ride his death, ride in the gravy chain, better make some more money. Are you, are you human? Right. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty ugly. <laughs> I mean, as from like a PR perspective, that's pretty bad. That is you know? fucking awful, dude. Come on, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they've yeah. they've they've uh stolen the throne from EA. <laughs> yeah. Of being the worst fucking company. I mean, they were pretty bad back in the. Uh, so what, last year, maybe the year before, with uh, Arkham Knight and Arkham, all those Arkham games, where yeah. they're like, they basically just did a whole lot of the middle finger to the PC community. Yeah, we know that the game's garbage, but fuck you. You know, I mean, I was like, oh, cool. I don't want to do that. I think I've seen horsehair worms, and I don't want to do that because worms gross me out. Yeah. They are just Pretty gross, dude. But yeah, I mean, like, okay, so the, the story with the uh, EA and, and Arkham was they released it for Xbox, they released it for PlayStation, and they also released it for PC at about the same time. It was optimized for console. Okay. But it was glitchy as fuck. You couldn't get past 30 frames per second. Even on console, it was bad. But they like started patching console, but they basically told PC people, eh, buy it, don't buy it, we don't give a fuck. And I I mean I haven't looked lately at the market share of people that actually own PCs versus console. But I gotta say it's probably it's probably pretty close to at least a a quarter, you know, of the gamer market. What do you think? Uh I don't know. I mean like it would depend on the people who own People who own PCs, yes. People who own PCs that could have run Arkham Knight at any decent frame rate. I don't know about that. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then they did the same thing with what was it, Mortal Kombat? I think. Yeah, they nickel and dime the shit out of both of them. Yeah. I I hate the idea of day one DLC, but that being said, I will come out in full disclosure and say that I buy every piece of fucking DLC that Total War pumps out, even if I'm like, this is stupid. Click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it! I don't want to buy this. Bye. Stop selling me shit. Stop. Stop it. Just make the game complete. <laughs> Dude, I would totally play Total War. I I love the idea of uh, Total War Warhammer because I like to play Warhammer. Like back in the day when it was a standalone game, that the Total War, you know, title on it. I've been waiting forever for this game to come out, but. $60 for the game and then an expansion every three months for like 20 30 bucks and then like all the DLC is like six seven bucks a piece get the oh, fuck all, out of here there's there's four pieces of DLC that are $20 
Yeah. I hate disc lock DLC. Looking at you, Street Fighter. Seriously. Oh, so Capcom. Oh, you, you done did it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring up the demon, Neil. Tell them all about it. Tell them about. I don't know. I mean, how's Resident Evil look lately? I mean, have they been doing shit like that? No. Okay. Well, at least there's that. Uh, um, how about Dead Rising? I mean, that wasn't one of their flagships since Xbox. Um, I don't think they. I don't think they did the same thing with the DLC. But I know that the game wasn't very good in the last couple. Of them. But I also don't play Dead Rising, so I couldn't tell you. I didn't follow it. I know that Final, uh, uh, Resident Evil 7, um, it didn't have any day, day one DLC. It's got several um, missing chapters that they've released, and then they're getting ready to release some DLC, I think, first quarter of next year. Yeah. Battlefield, Battlefield 4. 4 is not... Battlefield 4 is alive because Battlefield Frontline uh, sucks dick, and Battlefield 1 uh, is also terrible. Yeah, I mean, Battlefield 4 was pretty darn good. It is. It it's is just very good. incredibly frustrating to me because I can't because spend... you have been playing it the entire time. Yeah, I can't spend 24 hours a day playing that game and being a godlike sniper or have friends that are just as good and can squat up and fucking take over shit. Uh, you have to put a lot of time into that game and memorize the maps. And That's, we'll, what, we, that's what we need to play Planetside. Because then we can actually do that. I mean, yeah... But bond camping, <laughs> a whole lot I mean, of it. It's gonna happen, but I mean, man. I don't replace Scott. Don't replace Planetside Two. Just play Planetside Two, baby. Come back. It's the water's fine. Baby, it's, come back. It's it's blood warmth. <laughs> <laughs> I love Planetside Two, but I mean, like, I can't play it by myself because I like I run out and I pop a few dudes and I'm like. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I don't, I don't have the opportunity to like, like, dedicate the time that I need to in order to be effective. Um, constantly, whenever Kyle and I are playing it, like, every fucking day for hours. I mean, we, we would be, we two man take a whole bunch of shit. It was wonderful. It was cool. Dude, Scott, I play it. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, 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 fuck! You're out of your mind. <laughs> I'll cut your face and not even God will love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, what? What? What about that Star Citizen, though? Oh my God! I'm in Star Citizen. No, I'm not even gonna do it. Oh, uh, I just watched. Um, I just watched a Gamescom vid that they did. Uh, I just watched a Gamescom vid that they did uh, for Star Citizen, and they had uh, the facial recognition software running for the characters in game and so whenever you're face to face with somebody in game and you have your helmet off the the you ha if you have your webcam set up it will do facial recognition on you and then as you talk so you don't even have to type it'll come through your your avatar and it'll completely map out like you know your facial structure so like if you, if you frown or you like you squint your eyes it'll squint the character's eyes and it's really accurate that's fucking they, sweet then they they got a bunch of the the devs together and they were showing all of it and they were i mean the the models were incredibly accurate and the uh the characters were functioning inside of the game engine environment on the space station and interacting with each other and speaking to each other and you could hear them from their particular vantage points and the way that they reacted in, in the face was actually extremely impressive to me um, I think that a lot of that is going to really determine on, you know, netcode, netcode, netcode. Because if that shit is not like, can you imagine the horror of you're talking to somebody and the voice gets to you because the voice can get to you first, but then like all the animation show up. So it looks like a really bad dub movie or really bad dub, but like, go like, <laughs> be like Kung Pao. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, or, or <laughs> I can't wait to see shit where you're talking to somebody and they sneeze. And then, like, the character goes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be like, This is amazing! <laughs> Who spit on my visor? <laughs> yeah. But I guess I have, like, <laughs> I have other questions, too. Like, what if 
so it just does it just does facial recognition what if a person gets aggravated and and like you know they do this you know like <laughs> no it's like this portion of the person's face just going to go completely slack so it's going to look like they have like a stroke like they'll, they'll go like <laughs> Or you know, or like some say someone just starts picking their nose, you know, and like the, it, it all it picks up. So like you're doing this, and like all you see is their their another nostril just going up and down. I mean, that would be amazing. Or you're rubbing you're rubbing your eyes. And you're you're like <laughs> nobody you're does that, Frank. Somebody, you're sitting talking to somebody. You're like, <laughs> look, I gotta what's, go. What's happening to you? I have questions like this. I need them answered. I find I think that it's going to be hysterical. The kind of shit that's going to happen, especially like if you're using like the the facial recognition software and you're in a group of people that are able to look at you. Because the worst part about it is you're going to be able to tell when people aren't paying attention to you. Because like you know, like you're sitting there talking to them and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like. Look, I got kids. I know that face. You knock that shit off. I'm about to slap the fuck out of you in this space bar. Doing a whole lot of this. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm like, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Stop Facebooking, Jared. <laughs> Stop. Stop texting and fucking fight. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Just one second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be right there. Oh my god. No, don't even worry about it. Forget it. We're done. We lost, thanks. <laughs> oh man, that sounds pretty sweet. I hope when it comes out in 2025 that uh, <laughs> that I can have a computer that'll play it. You know, I I hope that it does. If it does even half of what they say it's going to do, it'll probably be revolutionary. So you'll yeah. need basically NASA to run it. I think I should be okay. But no, they, they actually were saying that uh, with each iteration, the game was becoming more... Arf, arf. So the... Um, uh, coming out next year. Uh, that would be nice. The But they're optimizing it each time. So that they, what they wanted to do is they wanted to make it approachable uh, from a hardware standpoint. Right now it's an alpha, so like it, it runs really hard on anything. But what their what their goal is, is to make it so that you can slide it all down as much as you need to, to run it on virtually anything. Right. That's that's the goal. I mean, like, is it going to look, you know, DX12 shaders, and is it going to have like high polys and full facials and all that stuff at the lower settings? Probably not. No. Yeah. But I mean, you know, look at Call of Duty. Call of Duty looks really great, but like from a from an optimization standpoint. You know, there's not a lot there that they additionally needed to do because it is optimized very well to run on anything, right? And to still maintain looking as good as it does. So I mean, like, if they even approach like, if they can get it to Call of Duty level graphics, everyone on every system would be satisfied. The people on the higher end systems will be more satisfied than the people on lower end systems, but that's just the difference between buy-in. So then, but I mean, it'll still be functionally playable, and it won't be. You know, you won't be like I'm looking at it like it's a live action movie, and you're looking at it like it's Quake One. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it doesn't look like it w- wouldn't be like Final Fantasy VII, the original graphics with the big block hands. Pew 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 pew. Like Tomb Raider. Right. Right. I mean, like I, I I'm looking at it like it's this, you know, uh, the eighth Star Wars movie, and you're looking at it like it's Star Fox sixty four. Sixty four. Whoa. Baller. <laughs> Look, I was giving you, I was giving you the one up, you know. I'm being nice. Whatever, Frank. All right. Wow. Wow. Well, well, when you guys donate about two to three grand, I'll build me a new rig, and then we'll, I'll be able to play that uh, our citizen at max settings when it comes out in 2035. So. You got, what, 15 years to donate, guys? You just added 10 years. That's not cool. <laughs> Kyle, you should fight him. Fight him for me. I'll have you champion for me. Make, make him shut his damn He's mouth. He's going to volunteer his tribute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, punch him, punch him, and then tell him to grow a real mustache. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> All I right. know. So let's uh, let's wrap it up. Just so you guys know, our buddy Kyle has started streaming lately. He's a he's a big Pokemon guy, so he's gonna stream a lot, and he's really excited about it. And he's gonna be giving away a lot of shit. So uh, please do tune in, especially if you're a Pokemon fan. Um, that being said, we're gonna get out of here. Um, we had fun, right? Right? We have fun. Yeah. I always have fun. Yeah. And um, we are pushing on Twitch a little bit more than we do on YouTube lately. Um, this month, half off subscriptions to our channel, and you get certain perks with our subs. Um, I uh, haven't laid them all out yet, but. You'll get them, you know. We'll, we'll treat you like like royalty, at the very we least. You, baby, we got you. At the very least, you'll you'll be able to talk in our Discord. So, <laughs> come join the conversation. Anyways, um, we'll see you next time. Uh, if you like what you saw, please like, rate, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Visit our website, dastlygentleman.com. Or, you know, send us a message. We're at mail at dashleygentleman.com and let us know what you think. We would really appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Wait. Wait. Like, I don't even have anything fucking queued up. Amateur hour here. Let me do it for you. Lunch. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. That's the end of the song. I don't know anymore. Yeah.